Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and in whatever order I put that in, and welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. My name is Jake Smith, and we're joined today by Tom Parker, Senior Product Manager of the Cloud at the Data Center Group within Lenovo. Welcome, Tom, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Jake. Glad to be here. So Lenovo and Intel have a long storied history together, and talk a little bit about how you came to Lenovo, your history with the company, and really talk about what you're up to now. Yes, sure. So from a cloud perspective, we're looking at both hybrid cloud and private cloud. Obviously, we're a hardware provider, so our focus is maintained certainly around our hardware as a core effort there. But certainly, enterprises, us included, use public cloud and therefore running hybrid clouds. And that's an important component to make sure we're meeting needs in that type of environment. So I come from a background where I have semiconductor experience down at a very low level in a system all the way through working doing software development and up at system level design, including expertise in networking, both traditional networking as well as cellular. So now I work with our hardware teams and software teams from various ISVs to pull together solutions and make sure they're solving customer problems. So it's really building on our innovation history with Intel and leading benchmarks and other things that we have that have really shown and demonstrated the capability of those systems across the generations. And now with the Xeon scalable processors, again, you know, the leading benchmarks that we have already published there and really using our systems to provide value in that cloud environment and give people the flexibility that they need. What are some of the characteristics that make hybrid cloud shine in your mind, and what is Lenovo uniquely doing for the industry? So hybrid cloud, there's really a good balance that's needed in terms of where things are deployed. There's lots of different issues that are going to cause people to choose one or the other. One of the aspects we certainly see, we call data gravity, and that's a lot of times wherever the data is born, that's where it's going to stay. There's no point in moving it around because moving it tends to be fairly expensive, both in time and in money in many cases. And in the data center, in, in many cases, it's power as well to move things around, as we know. But down at a smaller scale, we see things like being able to tolerate disconnection, having a much smaller footprint, simplified deployment are really valuable as you get down into remote office and branch office type scenarios. And even in, in larger enterprise scenarios where you'll have a rack or two in a specific building, they may end up with those same types of characteristics and same types of reasons that would drive on-prem hardware. The other thing that we're starting to see is it does interact with an IoT-type environment. There's a lot of filtering and analytics that may need to happen out in an edge, and those types of processing requirements, again, force systems out to where the data is being generated, but you still want that centralized level of control and monitoring that comes with a cloud-like environment. So it may not literally be cloud, but we try and get it as close to there as we can and where the industry is all kind of moving in that direction. So what we're doing, if we look at Microsoft as an example of how we're covering a spectrum, on the low end, Lenovo can do like Office 365 with our laptops, don't really have a server involved there. But the next step up from that where you have a small footprint, we have a concept called Edge Cloud we've worked with Microsoft on. And that's something where it's one to two nodes. It's not really what you'd ever go put in a large data center. But it is still a server, comes with all of the enterprise characteristics. 
and is really designed for that type of remote environment. Second one's there for high availability, and then it can do disaster recovery up to a private cloud or a public cloud, depending on what anybody wants. So that gives us that, and then at the higher end, we've got our Think Agile for Microsoft Azure stack, and that really provides us the ability to do that true enterprise data center and kind of rack-at-a-time type deployment, and that gives us a full spectrum across from very small up to a very large enterprise data center across that kind of one portfolio. I know we've been working for some time, and it's just great to be able to tell our listeners about the Intel, Microsoft, and Think Agile SX announcement. It's the first of its kind, and it's the first Intel Select solution for a Microsoft Azure stack, and working with Lenovo has been an absolute pleasure. For those of you who are unaware of Intel Select Solutions, we had the opportunity to launch this capability in July of 2017. And Intel Select Solutions are verified hardware and software stacks optimized for specific software workloads across compute, storage, and network. Intel Select Solutions really meant to go the extra mile to ensure our joint solutions between Intel and our partners are optimized across hardware, software, and firmware to deliver system-level solutions, simplifying deployment and ensuring that extensive testing happens before customers are asked to deploy them in their data center. But as we look at Azure Stack, let's talk about what that means, not only now with the Think Agile SX, but into the future. You know, there's different use cases around it of what you're going to see from an enterprise versus a managed service provider. But part of it starts with the experience of Think Agile SXM and Azure Stack in general, which is bringing in the white glove experience. So it comes in fully installed. There's a lot of effort that's, that's necessary to get that set up and running, and it's done in the factory in many cases. Their last set of setup is done out in the field so that it's just a handover to the client. They don't have to worry about putting all the pieces together, getting the software configured. It's all done and handed over and then supported as one entity. So there's a single point of contact for that support so that regardless of where the problem is, we'll figure it out, hand it off to the right people, and it still stays as one ticket relationship. So it's not just a cold handoff to a software vendor and, you know, for Microsoft in that particular case. We all know what's going on and are keeping track of it because it does need to be delivered as a unified solution. From a service provider perspective, because of how the software is billed, that's a huge value for them as well. So it's a usage-based billing for the Microsoft licensing for running virtual machines and things of that nature. So they're growing in a way where as they get clients coming on board, their clients are using the resources, they're paying for those resources. So it's a much smoother ramp for them in balancing what their revenue and expense is. So it's been a very good uptake from managed service providers looking at this as an environment that gives them a very fast setup because it comes in as a white glove service and then really good usage model characteristics from where they're getting revenue to where they're having their expense. Can you talk a little bit about where you're looking at other solutions outside of Microsoft and Azure Stack? So we have reference architectures that we work with in many of the large cloud stacks. So we certainly do things around VMware as well. From a building block perspective, in Microsoft, their storage obviously is S2D, software-defined storage that builds up into their Azure Stack characteristics. For VMware, vSAN, we're building off of that. We have our Think Agile VX appliances now that are a building block that can be used for a VMware cloud. And the characteristic there is we do qualify that as well to go run out to whatever public cloud is necessary. And we do testing to make sure people can do the failover and all of those characteristics that are needed to really realistically prove you're running in a hybrid cloud that's actually going to function. 
on OpenStack, we also run testing around both Red Hat and SUSE OpenStack and are taking that to a level beyond just OpenStack itself and looking at, at containers. We're going to be selling the Red Hat OpenShift software as well, and that's something we're taking it kind of to that next level of how we get into the environments that people want to be writing in that give them the flexibility and needs in this kind of next generation software environment that people are building and really leveraging and using cloud for where it's really providing great value. So when we talk about value that customers get out of cloud services, where do you think the value lies? Uh, the software ecosystem is burgeoning with cloud solutions, but where does Lenovo spend a lot of time with customers and where do you think some of our customers can get the biggest bang with deploying cloud environments? So I think there's a few things. I think the integrated environments that are from the Think Agile perspective and integrated systems, part of the real value is the simplicity. So time to value is certainly a key one. And the Azure Stack, we talked about the white glove service, that's an example. But the integrated systems and really being able to get up and running as a key component of it. Another aspect of it is really having agility around the cloud itself and what you can go do with it. The characteristics around software-defined storage in many of these systems, the integration of management and being able to take the hardware management, plugging that up and having visibility up in the management tools as well, gives an ability to choose what you're running on that system and do it in a way that really gives you an understanding of where the problems may be, diagnosis, being able to keep it consistent and updated, which as they get to very large entities becomes an important thing to keep in mind. The flexibility and visibility of self-service as well is a key aspect of what kind of differentiates cloud from virtualization. So as we're really getting into these true cloud environments and being able to have that level of flexibility and control, it allows enterprises and service providers and others to really have a new experience with how they're interacting with their IT systems. And that's a key aspect of actually giving them flexibility and allowing them to turn the crank faster on what they're doing in their enterprise to make themselves money. Talk about the work that we've done around DevOps in a cloud environment and how Think Agile simplifies the developer operations to scale. So DevOps is actually a really important place for us to really look at and help clients through that journey because there's a lot of applications that folks are trying to figure out how do we get there, how do we get the flexibility and not be spending 80% of our budget on traditional IT maintenance. And DevOps is one of the places people are looking at to really fix that. So if we look at Azure Stack again as a specific example, built-in container support in Windows 2016 and containers in Azure Public Cloud gives an ability to do all of that, the DevOps environment across that whole thing. So the range we talked about earlier of even going down to those remote offices, even though it's not just Azure Stack, you can build a container environment that will run across all of those. So we have folks who are looking at doing that for that specific reason, because they can do a consistent deployment across all of those. So we're actually bringing on a lot of folks in our technical sales team with specific expertise on DevOps to help people through that journey and really understanding what's going on around containers, Docker, Red Hat OpenShift, and building those components and having that level of support necessary and partners that we need because eventually people may need custom application development done. That's not our specific expertise, but we're working with partners who can come bring that to bear so that we can deliver a full solution and get people towards that journey of running on containers when they don't need state and really having those next-gen applications in place. 
Wow, that's fantastic. So I do want to make sure that our listeners know is where to find out more information about this Think Agile SXM platform. LenovoPress.com is one of the great places to start. All of our technical documentation is there. So across all of our hardware platforms, across Think Agile SXM, if you're looking for the other cloud stacks as well, you can go search under reference architectures. It will show you that. For the Edge Cloud that I talked about earlier, we have that as a deployment guide, so it'll walk you through the exact steps to go set that up. Obviously, www.lenovo.com, if you go underneath products and go into servers, there's then a solutions tab there. There's more documentation there. It may be organized in a slightly different way. And then obviously, our partners and our sales team are there to provide that support. We've got dedicated folks for our integrated systems on our technical sales team that can provide that level of expertise to get them through that journey that they need to do as they get to the cloud. Well, thank you so much, Tom, and thank the team at Lenovo. It's always a pleasure to work with Lenovo. For Intel, for our production staff, Bruce and Sean, and for myself, I'd like to thank you very much, Tom Parker, Senior Product Manager, Cloud Data Center Group at Lenovo. Anytime you want to come back, we would love to have you. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. This has been Jake Smith for Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. Have a great evening, great afternoon, or great morning, wherever you may be listening in the world. 